But I think we have to face the facts that with climate change, there are going to be changes in the type of diseases we're seeing in this country. And I think it's a question of, of being educated and being aware of them so that we can do something about it if they do come to our shores. Welcome to the Vet Times podcast, a concise weekly topical clinical podcast from the people behind Veterinary Times. With a number of factors increasingly in play, it's more likely an outbreak of exotic vector-borne equine disease could one day occur in the UK. Michael Hewitson, Senior Lecturer in Equine Internal Medicine at the RVC, talks to the Vet Times podcast about arboviruses such as African horse sickness and Western Nile virus and the importance of education and surveillance in helping detect them. Hi Mike, how's Hi. things? I'm good, thanks Paul. Good, good. You'll be speaking very shortly here at the Vet Show uh, on emerging and exotic vector-borne equine diseases. I suppose we're talking African horse sickness and West Nile virus. How likely is it we're going to see these? Is it a question of when rather than if now? Absolutely, Paul. <clears throat> really, um, my talk is about arboviruses in general yeah. uh, initially, um, but certainly of those viruses... West Nile virus and African horse sickness seem to be the primary threats from an equine arbovirus point of view. The recent outbreak of blue tongue virus in Northern Europe uh, and, and also in the UK has, has been a real wake up call, I think, for veterinarians involved in infectious diseases and particularly uh, in vector-borne uh, infectious diseases affecting the horse because uh, it demonstrates that uh, the vector, which is the Culicoides midge, uh, the vector for blue tongue virus is the same vector for African horse sickness um, and the fact that blue tongue virus uh, was able to propagate in northern Europe suggests that all the, all the pieces of the puzzle are in place for African horse sickness to follow suit. So why is it such a threat if we start seeing cases? Well, the problem with African horse sickness is um, it's got an extremely high mortality amongst naive horse populations. So you can imagine if the disease was to break out in a naive horse population like that in the UK, we'd have mortalities up to 95%. Uh, the problem is that the virus is, of course, propagated from the Culicoides midge to the horse, which is the primary host, and uh, they develop a really high viremia. So. If the vector population was actually able to sustain the infection, i.e. Culicoides midges became infected and then infected other horses, you can imagine the spread of the disease would be pretty rapid and uh, and with such high mortalities it would be a real welfare disaster for the UK. Sobering thought that this is very much so. So in terms of the clinical signs, what should vets be looking out for? So as I said, you know, the two ones we worry of mainly is West Nile virus and African horse sickness. African horse sickness has got quite characteristic clinical signs. Um, The horses will initially present with a a very high temperature. And then depending on the form of the disease, um, uh, they will show various different clinical signs. In the UK, I expect most horses would be per acutely affected and they will usually succumb to pulmonary edema. So these will be horses in respiratory distress, uh, have bilateral foamy pink nasal discharge and they'll tend to die very quickly within 24 hours. Mm. Some horses will develop a different form of the disease which we call the cardiac form. Uh, in those cases the, it's a little bit more protracted the disease and mortality is still high. It can be as high as 50% but those horses will develop subcutaneous swellings, edema um, and characteristic swellings of the supraorbital fossa and they will also develop chemosis so um, an edema of the conjunctiva um, to such an extent that they they look almost as if they're bleeding from their eyes 
So those are very characteristic signs. And really the differentials for horse that presents with African horse sickness, there are not many things that you can mistake it for. Um, Possibly equine infectious anemia and uh, equine viral arteritis would be the two differentials that you may want to consider. But the good thing about African horse sickness is that the disease clinically is quite characteristic. And I guess as in so many areas in veterinary medicine, vigilance is key and, and obviously the vets can play a vital role in this. No doubt about it. And I think one of the things I'm going to impress upon the audience when talking about these arboviruses and particularly African horse sickness and West Nile virus is the key the veterinarians can play from the point of view of surveillance. Uh, not just uh, surveillance themselves, i.e. being aware of the disease, being aware of how to diagnose it, what uh, measures need to be taken initially if a disease is, uh, outbreak is suspected, but also educating their clients about the possibility of arboviruses affecting horses in the UK because ultimately the horse owners are the ones that are going to see this disease first. And I think if they are aware of the risks and at least aware of the type of diseases, I think it will help us from a surveillance point of view being able to recognize an infected horse sooner and the sooner we can uh, recognize it and, and put measures into place to prevent spread um, uh, would be the best better for the UK really. Great advice there thank you so much um, for joining us that's obviously a worry but important that vets are aware of this. And, and Oh absolutely and you know ultimately uh, it's related to climate change I think uh, we have to face the facts that with climate change there are going to be changes in the type of diseases we're seeing in this country and I think it's a question of, of being educated and being aware of them so that we can do something about it if they do come to our shores but hopefully not hopefully not let's hope let's hope <laughs> (laughs) that's the case thank you so much that's brilliant thank you that's it for vet times podcast this time thanks to our guest if you like what you've heard tell your friends and leave us a review on itunes but for now thanks for listening see you next time